and welcome to the Situation Job Spotlight, a special edition of Inside Situation where we highlight a specific role at the agency and talk about what we look for when we're hiring that role. I'm Peter Ujicic from the Situation Technology team, and I am joined today by our recruiting manager, Michael Dukes. Hello, Michael. Hey, Peter. And we've got back on the podcast Jeremy Strom, our development supervisor. Hey, Jeremy. Hi, Peter. Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for being here. Uh, all right. So the, the role that we're talking about today is a big one for the agency, one that, uh, has meant, you know, a lot to me over the years of being here. And, and Jeremy, I know for you as well, we're talking about the role of senior developer, senior web developer. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of information out in the world today about how this is kind of the job of the future and how lots of people should should learn to code because this is a lucrative place where people can can find employment. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what does that job mean here at Situation, at our digital agency? What do you look for in a, a senior developer? Well, for, a, for agency work, it's mostly like a, a full-stack role with, uh, you know, some specialization uh, like either front end or back end, but you know there's going to have to be a certain level of full stack experience just because we are getting tossed into all kinds of different situations that you know we'll, we have to solve problems wherever they occur. Uh, sometimes when there's limited availability as far as people, and uh, you just have to be able to be be flexible. And we, we've talked about the differences between kind of front end and back end developers. In, in earlier versions of the podcast, but can you just kind of refresh, uh, you know, just give give a, a brief synopsis of the difference between the two, even though, as you just said, uh, in, in that situation, we're usually looking for someone who's comfortable living with a foot in both worlds. Is yeah, so, yeah, front-end referring to the uh, styling and visual presentation of the website, and for us, back-end being like PHP work and uh, any of the... Uh, uh, content management side, code, and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit about, so if, if a developer is listening to this, can you kind of set out the parameters uh, within which we generally work? Uh, for example, I'm thinking, you know, we're not building right today a ton of e-commerce platforms. So it's not like we're building sites where that are taking credit cards or necessarily even storing a lot of information. But can you can you sketch out you know, what are some of the things that we that do get complicated from a back end perspective for folks that might work here? Yeah, it depends on the scope of the site. Some uh, most of the complexity is for our, you know, medium size or smaller builds is around um, a content management system design that makes sense and is easy for people to use uh, that may not have any code expertise. Um, but then on some of our larger builds, we have, you know, sometimes things like uh, user authentication and user custom dashboards and a lot of different um, types of data to work with and, and things like that. So it just depends on on uh, the size of the project and what the needs are. Great. And, you know, in your opinion, what what makes somebody successful in that role here? What are the kinds of things you look for? whether it's skill set or even even just personality, what, what kind of person enjoys working here as a developer? Yeah, so, um, well, one prerequisite, I guess, the obvious one is um, code quality. To me, for a, a senior-level position, it's not just about the ability to write good code or clean code. It comes down to more often 
the ability to problem solve and troubleshoot and know why you're writing the code that you're writing and make, you know making good choices there. Um, <clears throat> no matter how good your shoes are, it doesn't make any difference if you're walking a mile in the wrong direction. So, you know, you have to have the depth of experience to to know what direction to go in with your code. And then I think that's <clears throat> the type of person that that works out the best. And one of the questions that we usually ask in the job spotlight is about collaboration skills. And I do want to ask about that for this role, but I think it's slightly different or maybe it's not, but you can tell me. Slightly different for a developer because I think you have to be a problem solver. You, you know, developers here tend to uh, be assigned to projects with, unless it's a really big project, they may be the only developer working on a particular site at one time. But talk about, you know, what what kind of collaboration does happen, and you know how important is it to be able to be kind of self led as opposed to. Uh, or, or in addition to being able to switch gears and work as part of a team? Yeah, I think those are both really critical skills because um, it, it, you kind of go between really focused in on a, on a project and then working with other people, whether it's in the thinking space or the doing space. Uh, you kind of have to be uh, pretty good at both. Um, I guess some skills that that are required would be like tactful communication. Um, not all developers are known for, um, you know, being the most tactful or thoughtful people. You know, they're just sometimes more, um, you know, task oriented or, or uh, abstract thinkers or whatever, uh, which is, you know, what some often makes people good developers, but doesn't always serve you well when you're, having to collaborate and work with other people. So, so yeah, the ability to listen to other people, uh, synthesize the best ideas that everyone's bringing to the table, um, and have, you know, enough humility to, uh, be persuaded to change your mind. Don't be, you know, just, uh, assuming that you're always right all the time. And, you know, when it comes to, uh, a developer, I would imagine collaboration also comes into play when you're, kind of commenting and describing the code, you know, thinking about working with future collaboration in mind. Sure, yeah. Yeah, code commenting. Um, we're also doing <clears throat> code reviews. Uh, so looking at other people's code and and uh, uh, making comments on any issues that you find there and stuff like that. And what about working, you know, I, I think a lot of times we, when we're talking to developers, we... There's a very close relationship that happens between the developer and, and the designer. Um, can you talk a little bit about the collaboration skills that are required, uh, you know, day to day for working with our design team? Yeah, so being being able to look at a, uh, a mock-up and see any potential pitfalls, things that you know that maybe a small design change could save like five hours of development time. Um, that is definitely something that should be. Uh, discussed, um, just raising the flag for any any responsive issues or you know things that or interactivity that may not be clear from a static uh, comp. Like you want to be able to talk through those uh, you know interact those interactions and hover states and animations and anything else that might might be uh, more implied than explicit. And make sure that everyone's on the same page from the beginning, and then also 
continuing with ongoing communication throughout the the development process so that you're not just going off for you know two weeks or whatever and returning with a product that you know maybe uh, wasn't what everybody had envisioned uh, at the beginning so you, if you can kind of stay in communication with everyone throughout the process and show them what you're doing and even if it's not perfect or not there yet at least you're not going to get so far off course that you uh, can't course correct easily so got it and you know as far as background goes you know i I remember some of our earlier podcasts you you had a great description about how people with music backgrounds sometimes make great developers and i think cyrus at one point said that you know he didn't go to school for this but can you talk a little bit about you know what sort of background or experience do you look for when you're interviewing someone to, to join the team? It seems like the, the experience that best prepares you for agency work is anything where there's a, like a real variety of challenges and problems to solve. Like um, a lot of times it's freelancers that have been freelancing for a long time that, you know, you're just, you're working and uh, taking whatever jobs that are, you know, are presented. And so you, you become, fairly uh, adept at learning what you need to learn to, to uh, get the job done and, and be flexible in the types of work that you can handle. And what would you say is, if you had to pick something, what would be the biggest challenge for the role? Well, for the, for the senior position, um, there's a real a balance of client work or production work that's happening all the time, and then the larger initiatives that you might be driving, like maybe you're passionate about uh, I don't know, accessibility. And so you want to make an accessibility plugin that we can use, you know, across all of our sites or something like that. And so being able to um, keep the ball rolling on those kind of initiatives while at the same time getting the work done that's in front of you, um, I think that can be a real challenge. Would you say that there, uh, it's a challenge that can be overcome, or, or what are some of the things that you do to kind of balance the the, the dual tensions of the longer term and the day to day? Yeah, it's it's definitely something that can be overcome and has to be by by really prioritizing based on what is important and not always just what is urgent, and that helps when you can uh, have you know some people on your team that can pick things up for you if you you know if you if you've got half a day where you want to focus on this one thing and you know maybe the guy beside you has uh some bandwidth to take on the uh you know the fast moving stuff um really just that uh that back and forth uh i think is the is the answer to that well yeah and i i can attest to the fact that i think that's the the biggest strength of having our our development team you know meet as a team is to really be able to to look at those things and, and go further, you know, together as opposed to going fast alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of advice do you have for prospective candidates that might be listening to this? And, and Michael, I'd be curious to, to get your take on that as well, uh, having, you know, helped us find many developers over the year. What, what, do you, what would you t- say to somebody? For me, I would say the um, just having the best quality code samples that you can um, uh, because like no matter what you say about yourself your code is going to speak louder than anything else um, and so if you don't have any code samples that you are able or allowed to use or whatever uh, create some 
and just have a, a small portfolio that demonstrates sort of your capabilities and how you think and how you solve problems and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's the, that's really the what it comes down to uh, when we're looking at applicants. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely Jeremy nailed it there. I think in addition to that, uh, I know, Peter, you and I have uh, talked about this several times in the past years. Um, talk to us a little bit. You know, we, we do have an option for you to, to write a, a cover letter to us. That might not be something that um, you would normally think would be as, as necessary in this role. But, you know, we kind of think that, you know, getting to know you in, in that regard is a big plus as well. And or even if it's just a comment, you know, even if you just write three or four sentences to show us a little bit of your personality and that you really did a little research on us and you care about being here, I think that's going to make you big time stand out, uh, you know, right along with those code samples that Jeremy mentioned. And Michael, what's the best way for someone to learn more about the role or any other role that we have at Situation? Well, that's definitely hit www.situationinteractive.com under careers. And that is, um, you can see all of our roles there. And that's the best place to apply, unless, of course, you see it somewhere else posted. But that's the great, that's the best place to apply. And, um, that is absolutely where your uh, sort of like your interview starts with us. Everything we kind of see from you from there, um, any communications we have about uh, setting up any p- potential phone interviews or um, in-person interviews or video interviews, you know, all of everything that we're kind of uh, in our correspondence is um, something that we're taking into consideration when um, making a hire for this role and any of the roles. Great. Well, uh, Michael, uh, Jeremy, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Uh, before we wrap up, just one more question. And Michael, you've answered this a bunch of times. So if you want to pass, you're, you're welcome to. But Jeremy, definitely you're on the hot seat. What's one thing you like about working at Situation? Well, <clears throat> I want to say like work is work. No matter where you are, there's going to be some work that, that you enjoy, uh, some exciting and fun challenges to solve. And uh, things like that, but and there's also going to be some tedious or boring or even like painful work that you have to do. Um, that's uh, to me, that's a given. Uh, anyone that's trying to that's telling you different is trying to sell you something. So, uh, but the thing that's not a given is the type of people that you work with and the uh, uh, the value that you feel uh, when you're working in in that environment. So. What, what I like about Situation is, uh, is that we're working with a really great team of people um, where I personally feel very valued and where my thoughts and opinions are listened to and respected and, uh, and understood, and that feels like uh, worth the world. So. Excellent. Michael, anything to add? I cannot top that. (laughs) You summed it up perfectly. Me neither. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the the Job Spotlight podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Thank you.